Welcome to Group Work. I'm your host, Katie K. May, and I interview mental health therapists to find out what happens in the space where group therapy takes place. Take a deep breath and find your seat inside the circle. This episode of Group Work is about to get started. Today on Group Work, I'm welcoming Julie Mizak. Julie is a therapist, a personal trainer, and a CrossFit coach. Over the past year, Julie has focused on working with those who struggle with self-esteem, body image, and disordered eating. She works from a trauma-informed perspective, allowing her clients to help lead sessions based on where they are most comfortable. To learn more about Julie, please visit empoweredtowellness.com. Hey. Hey. How are you? I am good. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm really excited to hear about this group today. I follow you on Instagram, so I've seen the (laughs) pictures of what you're doing as a weightlifter and in CrossFit. So I'm so curious how you're you're blending them together. Excited to have you here. I'm like so excited for this too. (laughs) Yay. I'm losing my voice. So I think I'm like the first person to have a podcast to be podcasting while losing my voice, but the show must go on. So here we are. I'm feeling all stuffy today. So it's just like a match made in heaven. (laughs) We're on the same page. Beautiful. Yes. Yes. I'm curious if you can start us off, like, tell me how you got into these two worlds because you're a personal trainer, you do CrossFit, you're a therapist. And so it's all like personal development and improvement, but it's, it's all these different areas. So let's start there, like the history of what brought you here. So I started, I was a personal trainer in like college. So like many, many years ago. And then, so when um, I moved to Maryland 10 years ago, training was my first job um, here, but I was also doing social work just at like an agency. So I was never like, it wasn't like a private practice thing. So I still really loved exercising, weightlifting. And then I always had this idea of like, oh, like it'd be great to put them both together. Like, I love it because being a personal trainer, you listen to people's problems about why they're in the gym, why they gain weight, why they want to lose weight. So this is always like perfect like just enmeshment of like topics that I wanted to like work through. And so it wasn't until probably like a few years ago that I actually like, I'm going to do this. Like, I'm going to figure this out. So I went into private practice about two and a half, three years ago now. So prior to that, I never really had the opportunity to do anything because of being an agency and like, you know, you have to follow their rules. So really over the past, well, okay, I back up three years ago, I started doing like Olympic weightlifting and competing. And like, that was like the fun stuff, like being able to go into the gym and like lifting more than the boys. And like, I got this, like, it's like that empowerment part. Yes. And so probably like in the last like year, year and a half, I'm like, I got to do this, got to figure out how to do it. And like, I guess the cards never just like fell into place the way that I wanted them to until like six months ago, where I'm like, I'm going to do this. Like, we're going to actually get this off the ground. So I still work as a CrossFit coach. I do Olympic weightlifting. I compete in uh, nationally, locally, like love it. It's like, that's my jam, but also like doing the therapy part of it, where I work with a lot of women who have like this disordered eating, eating disorders, low self-esteem, body image things, where I thought this would be the perfect place just to marry it all together. I agree. And I think that like, we're learning more and more and some of us believe more than others, but like the, the body mind connection, right? Mm-hmm. Like you're hitting it from both ends, which really I think is such a powerful combo and how you help people heal and how you help people yeah. get to know themselves in new ways, which is really awesome. Yeah. And I feel like a lot over the past few months, there's been a lot more 
like articles talking about this, like different trainings going on where it's not just let's heal the body, let's heal the mind, where it's like, how are we doing this together? How does lifting help my anxiety, my depression, any mental health things? Like what's going to get help me focus in the gym or focus in the gym and in outside of the gym where a year or two ago, like there wasn't many of like, or people out there that were doing anything like it. There was no research or no, or like, I, or there probably was, but not as mainstream. That's it. No, I'm just thinking as you're talking, like, I wonder if any of it has to do with the pandemic and we're all like confined more and maybe sitting more. And so the focus on like how we're moving more in the spaces where we can safely is maybe more present for some of us than others. Yeah, it might be where it's, you know, some of the people that I have in group, it's like, you know, we've been sitting for the past year and a half, two right. years, like we've been stuck inside. The gyms were closed. Exactly. Like how I work through things. But I've also, I don't want to say like I found it like, because I feel like it's always been there, but a lot more women are like have that empowerment aspect mm-hmm. where it's like, I want to get in. I want to lift weights. Like I don't want to just be on a treadmill or a cardio machine. Like yeah. I want to be like badass. <laughs> I agree. And I love that. And so I lift at home, not probably as definitely not as heavy as you, but you're my like inspiration. That's why I love seeing your your images and stuff on Instagram, because I think there is this turning tide in like, you know, health at every size and body empowerment. And, you know, the ideal vision of beauty isn't just this like super thin supermodel from the 1980s or whatever. I don't know what time period that was, (laughs) but like things are changing and and Mm -hmm. that's awesome. Like what a great time to be female, right? Right. Like having all this empowerment, like it's like, let's go. Yes. (laughs) Like do everything that, and I remember when I was lift first started like lifting, I was doing um, personal or um, physical therapy and it was at an all boys school. And <laughs> so I'd go in there and they would ha- they'd have me doing squats. I'm like, I want to lift more than the high school boys. Like, I let's go. That. So this has been used since high school. I love knowing about people's high school. So this was after I graduated, like they Got were it. just using the high school facility. Okay. <laughs> like- Got it. <laughs> I was the cheerleader in high school. <laughs> Got it. Well, that makes sense too. Yeah. So tell me about this group. I heard you mention like disordered eating, self-esteem. Who's like the ideal person for your group? What are they struggling with when they come to you that leads to you thinking they're a perfect fit? Mm -hmm. So my group, it's women in weightlifting, women lifting each other up. That's my little fancy. Love. (laughs) So I have, it's like the 18 to like 40, 45 year olds. Like, mm-hmm. and so I ha- do have like mostly moms right now. So I kind of wanted, it's like that mom who really wants to be badass again. Like they've had the kids, like they're just ready to do something for themselves. Mm-hmm. The group really isn't for like the eating disorders part because that's just, you know, there's a like, kind of conflicts there and we don't want to sure. push their disorders into it, but it's more of like the self-esteem, like confidence. Like I want to build a community. Like I want to be with other like-minded women. And because I'm doing the group at a CrossFit gym, we do it when there's nobody there, but it can be intimidating. So I want it to be like that female friendly, like safe place. Like let's get into the gym and like step out of our comfort zone. It's like, that's like my ideal (laughs) client. And I kind of found a bunch of them who really want to do that. And kind of, they were a little bit too, maybe timid to walk in prior to that, but because Mm -hmm. we're just there by ourselves, it's just a group of women. We kind of feel really comfortable with each other and just you know, saying how it is. And like, this is what I really want to work through at this, you know, venture of their lives. 
I'm really excited hearing about this and I resonate in a few different ways. So I just turned 40 and I'm also, you know, several years into a pandemic as a business owner. And I'm at this place where I'm like reimagining what it means to be me with having a teenager who's self-sufficient and like wanting to return to myself and stop taking care of everyone else. And it sounds like that's part of the sweet spot of what you're also seeing in these members who join your group is like, it's my time. Like I'm here yeah. for me to take care of myself, to get stronger, to, to get to know myself in a different way. Yeah. And it's even not just as much about the weightlifting that we do. It's also like having other moms too. Yeah. Because sometimes we do feel like isolated where it's like just raising the kids and let's run to sports and activities and all this stuff where it's you no, know, like, this is my time on a Saturday morning. And we're going to lift weights. We're going to sweat together. We're going to talk like we get teary eyed sometimes. And, you know, it's all the emotions are there, but it's like, we're all here to count on each other. And even like, you know, through the week, I encourage them to talk to each other as well. I'm not in that aspect of it because I don't need to be as like the therapist, the coach, but it's right. It's like they can find that connection. It's more than just, I'm the mom, I'm the weightlifter. It's like, we're all in this together. How do we rise each other, you know, rise each other up and even with some of our group sessions, you know, one member might be kind of a little down on themselves and, you know, another member like, no, but like, look at how far you've come. Like you're doing awesome. And it's like, okay, there is a smile on your face. Like, so like the cheerleading and the highlighting of progress. Mm -hmm. I'm so curious about that first group. You bring them into the gym, like how hesitant are people to like pick up a barbell? Like, what does it look like when they first start? How are you orienting them to this process? Yeah. Some of them are like, oh my God, scary place. Like there's these barbells and weights that I don't know about this. Like we started off really slow. So with the group, we kind of come in the first like 15 minutes. Like we kind of do like a goal setting. Like how's your week been? You know, icebreakers like the first time around, but that 15 minutes just to kind of come in, settle ourselves. That's a good thing for them. Where let's kind of say like, okay, like how, what, what did you struggle with this week? Most of my people have picked up a barbell before, not to that extent necessarily, but they weren't totally, oh my gosh, what am I doing? I've never even like seen anything like this. That makes sense. Okay. So they're pretty good. I mean, I do go over all like the Olympic weightlifting movements. So some of those are like, I have no idea what I am doing or like, this feels so awkward, but I'm like, well, how does that feel? And that's where we kind of go into like, how does that feel? Like, what is your body doing at this point in time? Like what feels awkward? Like what hurts or what's just, you know, tight and, you know, similar things like that. But it's when they get the movements, when they kind of step out the step out of their zone it's like their eyes just kind of like light up and it's like i got this like i can do this yeah and that's where i love it where i'm like oh it's like we finally brought it all together there's something about being able to really like nail a move like that or mm -hmm. like you know get the first pull up or like whatever it is yeah. that you're like my body is working the way that my mind wants it to work and everything's mm -hmm. coming together it's really rewarding yeah what's it like for you as a therapist and a coach to see that happen like What's your response? Like, I just like love it. Like, that's where like kind of like lights me up to. I'm like, yes, that looks amazing. And they're like, okay, calm down. Like, <laughs> you don't need to be this excited about it. Like, relax. <laughs> but I'm like that when I'm coaching classes too. I'm like, yes, mm -hmm. you got your first pull. That's amazing. And they're like, chill. Like, back <laughs> up. Like, it's early. But it's like, I love, I love it so much that I want them to love it just as much as I do. Yeah. Um, and that's how you can tell that you're in your unique ability. Like you're doing what you've, you're meant to do, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Like the, the way it lights you up like that. Yeah. It's like, say, I don't want to say I talk about it all the time, but sometimes I do talk about it all the time. Or like, stop talking about weightlifting. Like, 
Let's move here on. for it. That's why you're here to talk about it. Right. So, <laughs> you're in the right place. All right. So they come in 15 minutes is like check in. Mm-hmm. How are you doing? What's the structure of the group after that? Is it like a workout? Like, how does it work? So I teach them a movement. So we've done like back squats. We've done cleans. We're new snatches. Like we'll do front squats. And we still do like pulls. So about like 30 to 40, well, it's like 30 minutes we have to teach them the movement. They'll kind of like use it with the bar and then we'll add some weight if they're okay with it. Keep adding weight if they're okay. And then we'll usually do some kind of like quick, like five to seven minute workout, which is also kind of a CrossFit, like let's hit it hard and like go until we're dying in seven minutes. We do a workout that includes whatever the movement is for that day, but we also can do like core work. Cause that's a big thing too, with like our weightlifters. Like we want to have our body, the way it needs to be functioning with our hips, with our you know, glutes or everything, um, just everything. So depending on how they feel too, is sometimes how I might have a plan in my head, but we're like, okay, yeah. that's what we're going to do. And then like they get in there and like, mm, they're struggling a little bit. So let's like back off a little bit. I'm so glad you said that though, because that's like with any group, like you might have a plan, but you have to read the room and pivot or, you know, the plan evolves based on what's showing up. And depending like how they're feeling, like some days it might be more talking than movement because that's just what they need. I'm not going to come into the room where I'm like, we have to do like, it's 15 minutes. Like we need to move on. And then we've got 30 minutes to do whatever. And my groups are technically like 75 minutes. They usually go longer because we all just like to talk and sit around and chat. And the first day I give them a journal, like I found a wellness journal. So it just goes day by day. They can write how they're feeling, like any self-care that they've done, routines they have. I think there's a part where they could put their food logs in, which that's not really a big deal. Like they could do what they want with it. And we'll go over that too. And they they seem to really like the journals because like they'll bring it in and they'll be like, discipline, like I need to work on this more or like this was a struggle day. Just kind of looking back and seeing some of the progress that they've made. And it was just a like simple thing, like, you know, running out to Target, picking some things up and like, they're like, yes, we got this. Because you feel accomplished when you've done something like that. And it gives them Mm -hmm. something to focus on, which is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So we do the workout little, our uh, movement, little workout for like 30 minutes. We do like a debrief. We'll usually talk about a habit that they're going to work on for the week. So whether it's getting into the gym for like three times a week, you know, getting up and stretching, getting more movement in. So not just sitting down at their desk all day affirmations, depending. Um, we were talking a lot, about, a lot about manifesting what they want last week. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, like I'm going to like win this competition or I'm going to do well this week. I'm going to do my meal prep. I'm going to say positive things about myself. I'm going to get over being sick. Like, you know, whatever that might be. For Can I week. get some help with that? <laughs> <laughs> you know, just whatever their routine or their habit that they want to establish for the week is. And just kind of putting it out there so we all know where we can check in. Well, I'll remember it hopefully for the following week. Like, okay, how is the water intake? How is getting to the gym? How is moving? How is spending more time with the kids? So there's an accountability component to it yeah. as well. Yeah. That's awesome. Sometimes I might forget about the homework, but you know, <laughs> Do the best you can. <laughs> There's, oh, yeah. Or someone else in the group remembers sometimes. I know for me, if I forget, they're like, wait, did you remember about this? I'm like, yeah. You did this out. <laughs> what are we supposed to do? Do you have a favorite, like if you're looking back on your groups, is there a favorite moment or something that stands out as like really a shining moment of why you do what you do here? I really like, like they're like aha moments. So whether it mm-hmm. is like getting their movement or, you know what, I made it to the gym three times this week and I feel really good or I slept better this week because I've been like moving more. Like I like those tiny little accomplishments more than that like huge like okay I 
feel so much better about myself. Like my anxiety is gone. It's like, okay, that's fine. But like, where's like the little steps along the way? Like, right. Which I think speaks to the process, right? Mm -hmm. It's like, it it is all these little steps that accumulate into that big result at the end. And I love like at the end where we kind of just like sit there and just talk and like (laughs) things are just kind of coming out where it's like, sometimes it is like their little aha moments where I'm like, see, like there is progress. There is positives. It's not all the bad, bad, bads. (laughs) Right. Love that. So I want to talk a little bit about the logistics of your group. And one of the things that comes to mind is because you're doing this in a gym, I'm curious, and I know listeners will be curious how you navigate the confidentiality piece, or if there's a disclaimer or a waiver to, obviously, you know what you're getting into if you're joining this group, but what does that look like for your group? So the gym is closed at that point. So there's no other gym members. So I do it it when there's no classes going on. And the class Mm -hmm. before it is actually a CrossFit kids class. So like they, they have no idea what's going on anyway. Uh, (laughs) They come in. So we sign like the waiver. So they have the gym waiver. I have my own waivers. I have like therapeutic ones as well as um, depending on the client. I have coaching ones, like just for my empowered weightlifting programming and separate intake. And so yeah, it's like, they know that they are coming into a group session. Like there could be other things like we're going to talk about, you know, therapy stuff, like things that are really kind of on their mind, but we're not going to talk about it outside of the gym. And like the whole, like, you know, if I see you in public, like smile at each other, like you could say hi to me first. Like we see each other at the lacrosse games or whatever. It is a smaller community. So yes, I think that's like really like logistics. Yeah, no, I think that makes a whole lot of sense. It's the same as like walk and talk therapy or anything like that. I was just curious, like what, what different things you might have to have for something like that. Yeah. I think the only thing like addition was like, I just kind of changed my, my consents, but like the gym owners, like, nope, like I need my, you know, waiver. Right. That is fine as well too. Right. And then what about the, like the structure? Is it a closed group? Is it a certain number of sessions? Like, how do you manage all that? It is a closed group. It is a six week session. So we started at the beginning of January. So we'll end in the middle of February and the next one will start mid-March and go for six weeks and then ends before the summertime with all like vacations and camps. And we'll probably take a break during that point in time, try to navigate everything and then start. I'm going to try to have a couple weeks in between. I know some of my people now, like they still want to keep going. So we might just do it like a week by week for a while and then kind of really amp it up again. I mean, it seems really valuable. I was going to ask you if people re-enroll, but I can imagine like if I were local to you, this would be something I would be so into. And like the the community connection and accountability plus, you know, everything you're learning and gaining, it just seems like an incredible value for what you're offering. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a lot of fun. And I have had some other people reach out, like they're going to do it once like soccer or not soccer. I don't know. Whatever sports going on is ending. Whatever the season is. is. Yeah. <laughs> because logistically, sometimes it's difficult because I do it when the gym's closed mm-hmm. that I have to wait till like 11 o'clock to do it because Got classes it. are going on. Cause I'm not going to do it when everybody is there. It's just too loud. It's not personal. It's not intimate. So it's a um, different vibe. Yes. Yes. And some people are like, I just want to wait until it's warmer out. I'm like, okay, whatever. That's fine too. Like, we'll keep you on the list. What does your intake process look like? Is there a screening? Do you do an intake session? Like, how do you register people? Just like contact me, um, whether they're emailing me, calling me, coming, you know, finding me at the gym. Intake is similar to like just a therapeutic intake. Like I do have a separate intake that's not as therapeutically driven where it's like, you know, how, do you have an exercise background? Does anything hurt? Do you have any injuries? What's like food been like in the past? Like, I'm not going to ask them like the trauma, like trauma, you know, stuff like that. Cause we're not getting into things like that. So we do have an intake session prior. If you're a current client, then it's just going to be an amended 
type of thing. Because you know them. Yeah. Right. Like they're current. So I don't need to go through the whole feel for that. And then we just register them and they show up at the gym. Like they go into my EHR. So they still get like the reminders. So like, it's just, just similar to like the clients. <laughs> right. Like any other group yeah. or client. Try to make it really simple. Like I don't need to like make it too extravagant. I mean, simple is best. Yeah. Yeah. Like I don't <laughs> What about any challenges? Is there anything like that you've had to overcome? Any challenges, barriers that you've learned that if anyone who's listening and is interested in starting something like this could learn from you? I think it's been hard because I'm kind of like the only one doing this now. Like there was somebody mm-hmm. when I was working at agency, she did it with kids. So like I saw how she ran it, but it's a lot different with adults. So I've come up with some of the things, but now we have, or not we, there's a couple different people out there, programs out there that I've done that I've really honed in on what their resources are, how like they run things, how they structure things. Um, I did a, in November, I did a course, uh, trauma-informed weightlifting. Yes. I'm so excited. Listeners can't see my face, but I'm like lit up about this. Go on. (laughs) It is like amazing. Mariah is great. And so I took a lot out of that and like, that's kind of one-on-one, but I just adapted it to a group because it's just, you know, three or four people in the room that are just doing the same thing. And kind of just doing a lot of research on my own. <laughs> trying to, and as I've done the group, it's like, what's going to work next time? What's not going to work? Like what I'm going to change? Like how I want things differently? So it's definitely been a learning process because it's been from like the ground up that it's been on me to do it. So we'll wait for your book and manual so that we can all learn from you. <laughs> yes, you can. I have my book written down or all my notes in like one book. So I know where it all is. We're ready for you. <laughs> Any other resources or information that we didn't cover that you feel like is really important about you and running this group? There is a new book that Lifting Heavy Things, Laura Kadari wrote it. And she's amazing too. <laughs> and that's like part of my manuals where I'm just kind of like looking at it. I'm like, what are you doing? How can we do it? I think that's like really it and like kind of just like leaning back on my like therapy therapy backgrounds and like a lot of like the trauma work and like somatic stuff like like the walk and talk like it's just in any other person it's any other client but we're just doing it in a different space and we're adapting it a little bit yeah I gotta get that book lifting heavy things so thank you for that (laughs) if somebody wanted to get a group like this started in their area like you said there's not much like this around and I feel like it's so needed it sounds like your group members are really gaining a lot from it in different aspects of their life what would you say are your first like tips to get started for someone new to this kind of group a therapist well I say like network find a space that they can use because it can't just be your regular like group room at your office, at least with the weightlifting aspect of it. If they want to do another kind of fitness space thing, they can, which I'm going to be trying in an office space momentarily or shortly. And like, yeah, just kind of getting it out there, like put it out there, put your feelers out, get to know all the moms and like the group in the area and like really like network with them. And really kind of, I've found like knowing a lot of gym owners or gym people is helpful to you to kind of get a lot of the referrals as well. It's really being connected in the communities yeah. that you're trying to serve, like yeah. the gym and, even, and the moms. Yeah. And if you're scared to do it, just do it. Like, <laughs> like step out of that zone. Like, it's awesome. It's fun. Like, we get to, like, have fun with our clients, too. Like, showing them and moving. And I don't know if it's with this group, but, like, I've told them a lot more about my weightlifting background. Just so they can kind of see, like, my struggles that I've had. Like, being able to go to a competition, being struggling with making weight like because it is a weight class and that plays a part into some things too but it's just kind of like jumping in like let's have fun 
I think that's the best advice. If you're scared, just do it and have fun while you're yeah. doing it. Right. Perfect. It's like, and it's small, like we're there when there's nobody at the gym. So we don't be scared about the big boys, like throwing around weights or mass chaos going on. Like, no, like just have fun. Like get into the gym. Like let's lift weights together. Like let's have fun. I love <laughs> Build this. <that> <laughs> Perfectly said. So Julie, where can people find you if they want to learn more about your group or what you're up to? So I have a website, www.empoweredtowellness.com. It'll be changing shortly. I'm getting nice weightlifting pictures done next week. So Yay, exciting. Awesome. I do have an Instagram. It's just my J and then my Zach right now. And I'm also, I have an empowered wellness as well. I need to start that up. <laughs> actually posting on all those things oh well, we're gonna link to all the yeah. things so yeah, link start it you that can up. email me and like let's go let's have fun like I love connecting with other people so it's like I I'm here any questions <laughs> potentially Thank answers you. that I might have <laughs> <laughs> I love it I'm so appreciative of you and what you do thank you for being here and sharing about this group today I'm um, so excited too <laughs> remind us the name and the tagline because I want to end on that there's something that you said that like I want to be reminded of women in weightlifting and what are they doing lifting each lifting wait lifting each other up <laughs> lifting each women, other up swimming and weightlifting you lift each other up I love it Hey, groupie, thanks for listening. For more resources on how you can market, fill, and run your group in private practice, check me out at becomeagroupguru.com.